What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, it's week 18, and we've got starts and sits. Maybe help you with some DFS if you want to play that. And we also have some 2024 questions for you on today's show. And welcome, everybody. Good morning. Happy Thursday to, hey, we have a free Thursday night. We can do whatever we want tonight. What are you guys going to do? Thursday? Uh, it's my uh, 15th wedding anniversary, so I'm going to take my wife out for dinner. Look happy at anniversary. that. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, happy anniversary, 15. Heath, how many do you got? Thank you. I think... I'm pretty sure 15. Really? We have this thing, my wife and I, where I always remember the date and she doesn't. And she always knows how many years we've been married and I don't. But she told me the trick last year is that it's one year older than our son. Yeah. Um, The the difficult thing is now I have to remember how old he is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly the trick I use. One year older than, than our son. Absolutely. All right. So uh, the eight games we're looking at today, a couple of Saturday games, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Uh, no, that's not a Saturday game. The Pittsburgh-Baltimore game is, but Houston-Indianapolis is Saturday night. Also Jacksonville-Tennessee. Buffalo at Miami on Sunday night. Jets at Patriots. Denver at the Raiders. Pittsburgh-Baltimore. Kansas City-Los Angeles. And out of the eight games, I think we have only three where we're expecting backups for one or both of the teams so we have well, some... that, that two of them are playing each other 
Which game? Two teams that are resting guys are playing each other. In this slate? Yeah, San Francisco and the Rams. No, that's tomorrow, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant in the week. Yeah, so you know what? Why don't we... Uh, well, we'll do the players we love and players to avoid first, and then we'll talk about who's resting. We have updates on that. We have a pretty clear picture at this point. Uh, Jim, yeah, they did, a, they did a good job. They, they're yeah, very forthcoming. Appreciate yes. that. Yes. Uh, weird week. First of all, weird week for you guys in terms of rankings? Uh, it's it's very weird for a couple of reasons. Um, it's, you know, I, I think all of us, myself, Dave, and Heath, don't play in any Week 18 leagues. So, no. you know, our interest level in – in the in the game is is clearly uh not there to the same extent um but with all the players missing like it's it's a joke <laughs> like who the guys we have to rank um you know it, it's it, it's as if we would do rankings for the preseason which we don't you know and, i mean like like yeah. preseason yeah. games right yeah I, I um and i i generally try like Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night to really go through my rankings with a fine tooth comb. And like, did I, did I miss anything here? Am I a huge outlier here? I don't feel like we're done with all of the news about who's going to play and not going to play this week. So I've kind of postponed that a little bit, wait until we get a little bit more information, but like there's some teams that are resting players that also have players who are chasing records and or landmarks. And I, I'm not sure those guys are necessarily going to rest. Sure. Yeah. Like for example, I, I put, I put Puka Nakua back in my rankings yesterday. That's a good after, one. after the news of uh, who the Rams said they're definitely sitting and did not say him. He is, I believe three catches and 48 yards away from yep. two significant rookie records. I think once he gets those, which will probably get five targets in the first quarter, um, he's done. And so don't expect a big game, but he could obviously score. So I put him like 40th. But, you know, it's it, those are the to me, those are the worst ones yep. because they will play. They will play with a backup. They will not do much once they get their accomplishment and then they'll be done. I think Beckham's yep. got some uh, things to get some incentives, but he's one I think that they could I could see resting because he's obviously earned his money. Like I'm sure he wants his money, but how much will they risk him that he's been banged up? That's a tricky one for me. Um Kelsey. And then, yeah, I don't see him doing much. They asked Andy Reid and he wouldn't like he he said Mahomes wasn't playing and he he had no comment on Kelsey. I think Kelsey needs 16 yards for his eighth straight 1000 yard season and he already oh, holds the record with seven straight. Um but Hopefully, the the problem is he needed four quarters to get sixteen yards last week. So, <laughs> well, he's got a quarterback upgrade this week. I remember last year this time we were worried. We were wondering about the Vikings and what they would do. They played their guys for about a half at Chicago. Kirk Cousins had two hundred twenty five yards and a touchdown. I, I think in a half scored fifteen points it was a great matchup. So you just don't know. And then the other angle is, like, what about the teams that are facing these resting teams? What about the uh, the Steelers? Are they just going to destroy the Ravens? It doesn't. I don't feel like it doesn't usually work that way. Well, that's the other thing is like you can't. It's very difficult to actually rest all eleven starters on offense. Well, it's not the preseason. They don't have the same roster. Sure, right. So there, there are going to be starters who play, but like for the Ravens, for example, I I believe it was either Roquan Smith or Patrick Queen was uh, like holding his shoulder during the game last week. You know, Kyle Hamilton's not playing. you know, those type of guys, anybody that's that's banged up or so immensely important, not that all 11 starters aren't immensely important, but you know what the deal is. So there are going to be certain guys that have to play. 
and they're going to be certain guys that are definitely not even seeing the field. Like, imagine, imagine what the 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 backlash will be if Travis Kelsey gets hurt going for sixteen yards. Oh yeah, right. They'll, they'll blame Taylor Swift. Yeah, of course, for sure. Yeah, but you you know you get the point. <laughs> I, like, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, well, we might as well stay on this topic. All right. So what do we know about who is sitting this week? So the Ravens are sitting almost every quarterback for a team that's clinched has said they're benching their guy. So Stafford's out. Uh, Brock Purdy's out. Joe Flacco's out. Mahomes is out. And Lamar. Uh, Lamar. And Lamar Jackson's out. So all five of those quarterbacks are sitting. That we know. Then the Rams have said they're sitting Kyron Williams and Cooper Cup. So that we know. Then you just got to sort of play the guessing game. Okay, so who's in, who's out? Christian McCaffrey, we know, is out. Uh, Debo Samuel said, I believe it was on Kay Adams' show earlier this week, he said he's playing. Could that be a drive? Could that be a quarter? Could that be half? How much is he going to play without Brock Purdy there? So I'm not ranking him. I don't know about you, Eve. Um, Brandon Ayuk no. has got to be in, in a similar situation. Same thing with George Kittle. So forget those guys. Um, again, Puka may play a quarter. He may play half. He may play just until he gets his numbers. Who knows? But it's with Carson Wentz. He's probably just going to get force-fed targets. I would not start him. And then everybody else for the Rams, we, we know. Uh, the Ravens, are they going to risk knowing their history of running backs, Gus Edwards and, and Justice Hill? Probably not. Um, again, Beckham, Zay Flowers, what's the what's the point in playing them? I'm going to sit them if I had them in, in a championship. Same with Isaiah Likely, knowing what he means to them. So those guys are probably out. Then you go to Cleveland. They lost Nick Chubb. They lost half their offensive line. Amari Cooper's already banged up. So who's playing there? Probably nobody of significance. Elijah You're Moore's strong. Coming. Right. Elijah Moore is coming <laughs> off of I, I didn't want to start listing the, the, the guys who could play. But, yeah, uh, Elijah Moore is coming off a serious concussion. He's not playing. You know, so those guys are out. And then what other teams we have? Jesus. Well, there's one that, ha- that has not confirmed that they're resting. But I would be surprised if either plays a full game. And that's the Cowboys and the Eagles. Oh uh, well. The, oh no, the Cowboys have to win. They're playing a full. Well, game. they have to win, but they're playing. They're playing the Washington Commanders. So, like second yeah, but, quarter, they're up by twenty-eight. How much longer are the Eagles playing their starters against the Giants? That, that, that's that's very fair. But how'd they get up by twenty-eight? That's the right. question. You know, so the Cowboys, and, and, sure. Yeah. So I, I I would think that they're playing. I'm I'm not getting away from the Cowboys. The the Eagles is tricky because they'll be scoreboard watching, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or is their game at one and the Cowboys are four? No, they're at the same time. No, same time, but, and they're both at four. But remember, I mean, the, the Commanders beat the Cowboys last year in Week 18. It, things do crazy things happen. And the Eagles just lost a, a, what everybody thought was a layup game too. Right. Exactly. I mean, obviously, we expect the Cowboys to win, but uh, you never know. The Eagles could probably use a little bit of momentum going into the playoffs. But uh, it, right, better a little bit of that could be half. A little rest probably wouldn't hurt, too. I mean, you wouldn't expect Devontae Smith. He didn't practice yesterday. I wouldn't even know if he's healthy enough to play. Right. right. The, the way that the way that I would approach it if I'm playing in Week 18, if anybody, if any team has something to play for, I would play those guys to whatever extent. Or a team that's been just eliminated, like the Jets-Patriots game, you would probably expect, you know, the normal workloads from Zeke and Brees and, and Wilson, right? See, that – but. I agree with you, but then it gets into the tricky part of this. Like Belichick said, they're playing everybody, you know, so take him at his word if you want to, but in a, in a situation like the Patriots, like what incentive do they have? And I'm, I would start Zeke, but what incentive do they have to play Ezekiel Elliott over Kevin Harris besides just getting the win? And, and again, that, that makes total sense. If that's the argument, if they're just trying to get the win, which I get because Belichick's chasing 
the coaching wins record. But a team like that, for example, that has an older player that is clearly not part of their future, and Kevin Harris might be. Like if if I'm if I'm the Patriots, I'd want to see Kevin Harris get a full workload just to see what happens if he's our backup next year. By the way, not only is Bill Belichick chasing a wins record, if they lose, he ties the loss record. He will tie Dan Reeves and Jeff Fisher for the most losses by a head coach of all time, except he has 302 wins and Dan Reeves has 190 and Jeff Fisher has 173. But a loss to the Jets will uh, tie Bill Belichick. What if he wins the game and retires? And never loses that 165th game. All right, let's get into it now. Players we love. Jamie, you love anyone this week? Yeah, Kyler Murray's the start of the week. Um, didn't love that uh, DJ Humphreys was was ruled out with, with a knee injury, their offensive lineman. But it's a, it's a really good matchup. Three of the last five quarterbacks have been over 25, 21 fantasy points against the Seahawks. And I think he'll be in that range. He's been uh, over 22 points, I believe it is, in three of his four of his seven starts since coming back from the ACL tear. Uh, you know he'll give you a little bit with his legs. He hasn't been running to a huge extent, but basically 20 to 30 yards on a weekly basis. Um, and I just like the fact that he's playing well. I like that Jonathan Gannon committed to him. Again, it's a weird week, you know, so he wouldn't normally be in, in probably the top 10 if everybody was playing, but he's a top five quarterback for me. Um, just I, I like the setup. I like the matchup. I like the fact that they could play spoiler. Uh, they played really well the last two weeks. He, he played really well the last two weeks in some tough Tough situations. One, not so tough in terms of Philadelphia in terms of matchup-wise, but uh, how he played against Chicago I thought was impressive uh, in how he sort of rallied after a, a slow start. But um, I like that he's taking command of the offense. I like what the things are saying about him, and I just think that he'll have uh, a 20-plus point game, which will put him close to the top five for this week. Okay, Kyler Murray against Seattle. Heath, how about you? Sherrod uh, Taylor. Needs, uh, I think, 37 passing yards to be the leading passer for the Giants this season. Needs 47 <laughs> rushing yards to be the leading quarterback rusher for the Giants this season. He's averaged about 35 rushing yards a game and 260 passing yards a game. He's facing an Eagles defense that is just absolutely awful, and I'm not sure it could stop the four of us, three of us. So, yeah, top 12 quarterback. All right, Kyler Murray and Terod Taylor. Jamie, player to avoid this week. Uh, I'm going to avoid Tua. I would start both the quarterbacks we just mentioned over Tua Tungavello. Um, it's, a, it's a tough setup, man. He doesn't have a good history against Buffalo. Um, I think it's one game over 20 fantasy points in seven career meetings against them. One of those he only played a, a little bit, but still, uh, every time he's taken the field against Buffalo, it's not been great for him. And Jalen Waddell, probably not going to play. I know they're talking about op- talking about it optimistically, but um, I think we sort of laid that out, how Mike McDaniel has been yeah. the last couple of years or the last two years uh, when he said things, he's becoming a new Pete Carroll. Yep. Um, so I, I don't think we'll see Jalen Waddle. Offensive line's a mess. The Bills defense has definitely played a lot better lately. Some of the quarterbacks that they've shut down, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes, you know, we've talked about that in their, in their recent run. And so uh, again, Tyrod Taylor better than, than, than Tua Tungavailoa is something that you should buy into this week because he's probably going to have a better day and certainly a much easier matchup. Okay. And Heath, who do you want to avoid? I, I would just be a public service announcement. I would like to avoid playing in week 18. Um, so <laughs> doing that this week. I try to change that for next year. Um, but no, I'd, I'd like to avoid DeAndre Swift, despite the fact that the Giant, he was really good against the Giants the last time they played. I think he is someone who could really suffer from if they only play their starters for a half or for two and a half quarters because he's already completely volume dependent and he has to get that one touchdown. He doesn't do anything in the passing game. And so I'd like to stay away from Swift. He's not a top 24 running back, despite the great matchup. All right. Would you start to say both Steelers guys over him? 
they've been better. Yeah. Yeah, Warren's got four to five catches and I think four straight games, and he's doing, other than last week, doing nothing with it. It's crazy, but Najee's got two good games in a row. He has zero catches in three straight games, so there's that. Uh, but then, yeah, I look at that Steelers-Ravens game, it's just like, I, in my mind, I feel like the Steelers should win by seven or so. I think oh, they're, favorite, they're favorites uh, now, but all right, that's one of the games we'll talk about, so we'll get into um, it. You know who I'd start over him is uh, Jordan Mason. There you go. All right, well, See, that... that- that that I think you can get there on Sunday because I think Elijah Mitchell is a very tricky part of this. I would not right. play Elijah Mitchell. I, I, I think right. that's that's something that they might do, you know. But for a guy that's missed three of his last four games or four of his last five or whatever it is with a knee injury, he played last week. He played great. Like you got your Elijah Mitchell game. Like you know he's good. You know he can handle it. Like Kyle Shanahan, be smart, sit him, play play Mason and Tyrion Davis Price. Yeah. Well, there was a report that that's what they're going to do from Matt Barrows of The Athletic. Jordan Mason, he thinks, will get a lot of work this week. Uh, okay, sportspodcastawards.com. First of all, by the way, on today's show, when we preview the games, we're going to talk about the games. We're also going to – I have a 2024 question for each game, so we'll spin it ahead as well. But please vote for us right now at sportspodcastawards.com. Click Vote Now, Best Fantasy Betting and Gaming Podcast. That's the category. And, uh, yeah, vote for Fantasy Football today. We'd really appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Sportspodcastawards.com. Click vote now. And we're in the best fantasy betting and gaming category. There's a link in the episode description. There's a link on YouTube. There's a QR code on YouTube. QR codes are so cool. I'm just blown away by it. I don't do a lot of QR coding, but it's very cool. All right, news and notes. Let's go. Uh, Zach Wilson is out, so Trevor Simeon will start at New England. Nick Mullins will start for the Vikings, and that could be that could be good. I mean, that could be a lot of points at Detroit. Um, Trevor Lawrence could be is, good for the Lions DST too. Definitely. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is questionable. They're at Tennessee. Let's hope he plays. Uh, Sam Darnold starting for the Niners. Carson Wentz is starting for the Rams. Sam Howell is starting for the Commanders. Blaine Gabbard is starting for the Chiefs. Will Levis could start this week for the Titans against the Jaguars. Josh Allen and Tua, they're both beat up, but we expect them to play. Um, Taylor Heineke was limited, so we actually don't know right now who the quarterback will be for the Falcons at the Saints. It's a big game there. The winner of that game would win the division if the Bucs lose at the Panthers. Uh, and speaking of which, Baker Mayfield mispracticed. They say he's going to be fine. He's got injured ribs, but he did not practice on Wednesday. They're at Carolina. Cleveland will start Jeff Driscoll, and Baltimore will start Tyler Huntley. In five games last year, Huntley was just bad for fantasy. I think he scored single-digit fantasy points in four or five games. He had two touchdowns to three interceptions. Maybe he can do a little bit better this year. At running back, we know Kyron Williams won't play. I just told you the Jordan Mason report that he's expected to get the work this week, according to Matt Barrows of The Athletic. Alvin Kamara mispracticed. He is questionable with an ankle injury. We don't know yet about him. Uh, Jamal Williams got a pretty big workload last week. Uh, Raheem Most. Do you know that? Do you know that after 17 touchdowns last year to lead the NFL, he has zero? Oh, wow. Touchdowns it's now, I think uh, the, uh, the rookie, I'm sorry. For Kendrick Miller. Kendrick Miller did not play last week, right? He has not played in weeks. I, yeah, I was I feel like he was working his way back. I don't know if he's going to factor. Yeah, he, he he may be an option. Um, I, I it'll be interesting to see what they do. Taysom could obviously get some work there as well. But they gave, like you said, Jamal Williams nineteen carries last week. After that's part of Kamara leaving the game. He was he was obviously getting work with yeah. with Kamara a little bit, but nineteen mm-hmm. carries was a season high. Well, does that mean David Montgomery is not going to score any touchdowns next year? 
<laughs> I, I tweeted that yesterday about uh, the, the stat, and somebody said, oh, oh, God, wherever David Montgomery goes next, don't, don't play him. <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere next year. Yeah. Uh, Raheem Mostert missed practice, and Devon Achan now has a rib injury. Boy, it's a lot to think about for next year for Achan. The guy's got a new injury every week. Zach Moss practiced in full. Do you think he'll interfere at all with Jonathan Taylor? To the extent that Trey Sermon did, yes. Fair. Uh, Ken Walker missed practice, but actually is trending in the right direction to play at Arizona. Najee Harris missed practice, which has not been unusual for him. Josh Jacobs wants to play, and they won't rule him out. And Saquon Barkley says he wants to be a giant for life, but I think there's an expectation that this could very well be the last game that Barkley plays for the Giants. Uh, speaking of Jonathan Taylor, I saw a stat yesterday. He's 5-0 in his career against the Texans. Oh, wow. New Texans. New Texans team, baby. I can't, I'm excited for that game. I really am. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Not a lot of games to be excited about this week, so i got to get excited about something. Uh, Keenan Allen mispractice. He is unlikely to play. Josh Palmer was limited, though. That could be a sneaky guy this week. Uh, Cortland Sutton was limited. Jamar Chase was limited. That's one I don't understand why he would play, but... Maybe he does. T. Higgins mispractice. Told you he re-aggravated his injury last week. Devontae Smith mispractice. Cooper Cup's not playing. Three Packers wide receivers were limited. Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, and Jaden Reed. They all practice. We'll talk about that game tomorrow. Let's see if they get out on the practice field today. Noah Brown mispractice. Zay Jones and Christian Kirk were both limited. Jalen Waddell, Jamie already mentioned it. He has a chance to play, according to Mike McDaniel, but he had a chance to play last week, too. Uh, Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham mispractice. Rasheed Rice mispractice. Don't expect to see him out there. Tight ends. Luke Musgrave was limited, which would be annoying. I can, I'm kind of feeling Tucker Craft right now. Cole Kamen- can can you can you trust Tucker Craft? Forget about Musgrave if the other receivers are healthy. Yeah, not if all of them are. Right, I don't think. But right. I mean. Jaden Reed's probably going to play about two and a half quarters anyway. <laughs> he has left a, a, a bevy of games early. Do you know, uh, I, I I did this yesterday. It's going to publish at some point. Um, I did, basically like the NBA, I did three all-fantasy teams, and then I did an all-rookie team. That Jaden Reed's points per game better than Zay Flowers, better than Rashi Rice, and better than Jordan Addison. Wow. And and he's like within 10 points, total points of them for the season. Like, it's crazy. I, I was shocked. He He's actually scored more points per game than Bijan. Well, he scored 10 touchdowns. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I the, you asked a couple weeks ago, Watson or Reed next year. I was like, Watson. But, you know, a lot to think about there. Hopefully we can get a little bit of a sample size of them playing together. It's, it's, it's the new Debo uh, Ayuk. Uh, maybe. Uh, Cole Komet mispractice. Michael Mayer mispractice. Juwan Johnson mispractice with a shoulder injury. He's on the injury report a lot, and he usually plays. Uh, on defense, Jordan Davis Defensive tackle for the Eagles. He missed practice. Their run defense has been so bad. They can't afford to lose him. And the Steelers got good news with Landon Roberts and Minka Fitzpatrick limited in practice. All right, let's take a break. We'll do one question for each game when we come back. And when we talk about the games, remember, if you're not playing in Week 18, uh, we, we'll have a 2024 question for each game. We'll be right back on FFT. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, one question for each game. Jacksonville's at Tennessee. Is this a Calvin Ridley week? I mean, should be. Every week should be a Calvin Ridley week. Uh... Look, it's 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 a great matchup. He had a great game against them the last time these two teams played. But you got a banged up Trevor Lawrence. I don't know how much he's he's trustworthy at this point. So and that that Titans defense has been a different animal at home, right? They've been yeah, much better at home. The team, yeah. yeah. So uh, again, I'll say the same thing I said about my start of the week. If this was a normal week, Calvin Ridley's closer to thirty for me. But because of who's who's in and who's out, like he's he's inside the top twenty. Yeah, wide receiver nineteen for me right now. Yeah, this is exactly the kind of week a Ridley usually does well. This is the he has been really the whole team has been so matchup dependent this year, and last week was a terrible matchup. I mentioned it that he when he has faced teams that don't give up big plays, he's awful. And the Panthers were fifth best going into the in the week in big plays allowed. But the Titans are a different animal. But I, by the way, I mean I can't just assume Lawrence is playing. Are you guys making that assumption right now? Uh, we have it ranked that way, but um, it's I'd say it's probably fifty fifty coin flip. I, they said he's feeling better than he was last week. Last week was the first time he's ever missed a game, and it's a must win game to get into the playoffs. I I would be absolutely like he might not play well. He may not be a hundred percent, but I I would be absolutely shocked if he didn't. All right, it feels oh, like it feels like this is win at at any cost. Obviously, as he said, it's must win game. So it could be thirty carries for ETN, you know, and just hope that they limit Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and you know what's left of the Titans' offense. But it's it's just it's hard to trust e- either scenario. I think with Ridley because has he played well with CJ Beathard? So right, you know, it's he did what, against Tampa up. Bay. But again, do you, do you want to trust that? No. Like, <laughs> I will say if you believe in contract um, incentives, DeAndre Hopkins has a ton of them in this game. All right. Uh, Houston's at Indianapolis. Do you like Devin Singletary in a good matchup? Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been fairly consistent. You know, it's, it's again, normal week. He's probably not a top 24 running back. This week, though, he, he should be in that 11-point range, which is kind of where he's lived without a touchdown. And so, given the matchup, it's hard to say it's uh, it, it's it's a bad scenario to buy into Devin Singletary. I mean, the Colts are number three in most fantasy points allowed to the position. 
And that's been all over the place. Without Grover Stewart, with Grover Stewart back, he's been involved in the passing game. Singletary has. So, yeah, I think he's a good number two running back this week. All right. Buffalo's at Miami. Heath, starter sit James Cook. Uh, yeah, I think you have to start James Cook. Like, well, this, if we're talking about this is the week that we're going to use Terod Taylor and Devin Singletary because of the way things are, I, it's a it's not a great matchup, but I'm starting James Cook. All right, the Jets are at the Patriots. Who's a better flex, guys? Garrett Wilson or Ezekiel Elliott? I would go with Zeke. I mean, Wilson, yep. it's a small sample size, but two or three games against the Patriots, he's been bad, and they've just, you know, in the last five weeks, you know, take it for what it's worth, but shut down Keenan Allen, shut down Stephon Diggs. You know, I, I think that's uh, an MO of Bill Belichick will be to try and take away Garrett Wilson as much as he can and hasn't scored a touchdown since week two. So, you know, you buy into at least what Zeke has done. Okay. Heath agrees. We'll get into the Zeke rankings. They are once again a hot-button topic here in Week 18. Uh, Denver at Las Vegas. Any concerns about Devontae Adams going up against Patrick Sertan potentially? Not this week. Yeah. Is he better than Garrett Wilson and Ezekiel Elliott, Devontae Adams? Yeah. I'd go Zeke Adams Wilson. Pittsburgh's at Baltimore. Feeling another big game for Najee and Jalen Warren? I mean, Najee's running much better. 200 yards rushing in his last two games. Um, You know, goal line options are certainly there for him. Like you said, they're favored now in Baltimore. Um, they don't expect to clearly a, a Baltimore defense to look the same. So yeah, I would start Najee and, and like you said, Jalen Warren has, you know, they, they've been working well together. You know, the, the, the formula has worked for the last two weeks. Like you said, three weeks in a row of a four plus catches or four weeks in a row of four plus catches for Jalen Warren. He's been the passing downs guy. You got to be a little concerned about the touchdowns for him because just haven't been there, but 10 PPR points for three straight weeks. So I, I think, you know, borderline number two running back for him, safe number two running back for Najee. Yeah. I start them both. They're low in number twos. Chiefs at Chargers. Is there one reliable starter in this game? Chiefs at Chargers. I'm starting Eckler. He he's got incentives to to reach, but he looked so bad last week. And yeah. it's it, yeah, I, I I would probably lean towards start in, in the start sit discussion, but he's barely inside my top twenty four. Um, and I would start DeAndre Swift over Austin Eckler this week. Is Cleveland Cleveland at Cincinnati? Is this Jake Browning SZN? If there is both, if there's one of Chase and Higgins, then I would consider Browning ahead of Tua. If both are out, there's no chance, obviously. Yeah, I would start, but I'd start Taylor over Browning. I agree. All right, to the games: Jacksonville at Tennessee. Here's your 2024 question: Trevor Lawrence breakout? Question mark. I'm sure that that will be he will be on breakout lists. Not your uh, <laughs> I want to see what they do with their receiving core. He will not be uh, a top twelve quarterback. I don't think of all the rankings that I've seen from everybody. He's not in the top twelve um, for anyone. So it's you know most likely without Calvin Ridley because of what they have to give up draft compensation wise to to keep him. Um, and then who's who's there because. Obviously, Evan Ingram's great. Christian Kirk is, is solid. Is there going to be somebody better than Kirk? Because if it's a downgrade from Ridley, which you know you can dice that up however you want to, um, it's hard to say that Trevor Lawrence can get better after what we saw this season. 
I I will be uh, I've been working on my 2024 dynasty rankings as a way to avoid week 18 this week. And um <laughs> like came, came upon a a question that I never ever thought that I would be asking myself and I talked to Dave about it. Dave thought I was a little crazy, but Jordan Love or Trevor Lawrence in dynasty? You mean like the number 6 quarterback in fantasy this year, Jordan Love or whatever he is? It's- who is one year older than Trevor Lawrence? I mean, I'd probably go Lawrence. Yeah, I'd go Lawrence. I'd go Love. And I was going to say, the, the Love's year this year is better than any year Lawrence has had. It's basically better than anything except for a month that Lawrence has had. Yeah. And those those receivers are only going to get better? I tell you what, look, Lawrence needs a better offensive line for sure. And I better really... Better coordinator. I would, like a, I would like a new coordinator. I would like Doug Peterson to become a head coach. And not do any coordinating, and he doesn't do any coordinating right now. I was gonna say I thought earlier in the year well, it was that we needed Doug Peterson to call plays. Yeah, I, I don't. I am not really a big Doug Peterson guy. I just yeah. think after that first year in Philly, it just everything went downhill. And I, I, you know, Dan Dan mentioned it on one of the Beyond the Box Score episodes. They just don't have an identity on offense. I don't get them. And it took them like 10 weeks to figure out we need to throw the ball downfield. And that's when they finally started unlocking Trevor Lawrence a little bit. But, but how, how, I'm, not, I'm not trying to defend Doug Peterson, but how much of that has been the personnel that he's dealt with now? Because you have you had a left tackle situation that was in and out because Cam Robinson. Yeah, You had a new right tackle because they lost Jawan Taylor. Uh, the downfield throws to me are kind of tied to Zay Jones a little bit. And, and that, I think, is a... a a, a defense and 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 a negative because Calvin really could certainly do those things and it felt like they weren't using him in that capacity when Zay Jones was and wasn't there. And so that's that's I think a, a an easy critique. But I, I think some of it was was on the who was healthy for them because you got to protect Trevor Lawrence to get the ball down more. I, like I get I well, yeah I, I get that but at the same time I mean he, they just flipped the switch they're like okay he's he just started throwing downfield more and that is exactly when Trevor Lawrence started putting some good games together. But I, and the offensive line is was a mess, a disaster, one of, uh, really bad. But at the same time, like he had Ridley, Kirk, and Ingram for most of the year. That's enough. He should have done better, I think. And I have no idea if it's if it's a Doug Peterson issue. I, I don't know. It's just a guess for me because I watch them and I just feel like they're really underachieving offensively. And uh, I, oh, I think like, most people do. Yeah, I feel like they could use some fresh ideas or something like that. And, <laughs> Yes, and but a lot of that is because of your perception of who Trevor Lawrence is. But not just, but no, I mean like ETN's a first round pick, Calvin Ridley's a first round pick, Evan Ingram's a first round pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence, number one overall pick. I, I, I do. Well, think, uh, yeah, but Ridley's approaching thirty and didn't play for a year and a half. So he's still he's twenty eight. I mean twenty eight's not old, right? Like he could he obviously the rust maybe, but it, like how long does that an excuse? Um, I feel like there's enough talent on that team where they should have been better offensively. I think they're yes. dramatically underachieved. I'm just glad well, I mean, that we were able to come up with a conversation that didn't have anything to do with Week 18. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> well, most, most people, I think, thought they'd be running away with the division. And that's, you know, I think credit right. to Houston and Indy, but also a, a lack of what they've shown. I got a sleeper in this game. I'm going to ask you for a sleeper in, in each game, if that's okay. Does DeAndre Hopkins count? I mean... <laughs> Kind of. Uh, he's so. Uh, he, yeah, I like what you're saying there, right? Because he's coming off two bad games in a row. Um, 
you know, I think people would have a lot of questions about DeAndre Hopkins. You like him? Oh, yeah. Must start guy this week. Um, borderline top 12. I, I would say Kirk if he plays. Mm. So Hopkins yeah. actually is not coming. I'm sorry. Hopkins had 14 points last week. He had two terrible games before that. So my bad. No, but he was good last. Seven for 70 is, is a yeah. great game. Right. That's fine. Best wide receiver in this game, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, if Lawrence plays, would you start him or Terod Taylor? Taylor. Yeah, I think I would. I mean, if if Lawrence got in a full practice, I'd probably go him, but I'm I'm going to go Taylor. All right, do you like ETN this week? You love ETN this week? Love. Must start. And, okay, you said Hopkins over Ridley and uh, Kirk. I mean, would you start Kirk or Puka if Kirk played? Kirk. Kirk. Okay. Evan Ingram. So this is a tough matchup, and he's been <clears throat> not great in tough matchups except for the Cleveland game. He had 32 and a half PPR fantasy points. First time Ingram played, Tennessee scored 6.9 points, four catches for 29 yards. This team allows the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. They have allowed a touchdown to a tight end in two straight games, the only two touchdowns to a tight end all season, the Tennessee Titans. So, Heath, are you feeling good about Evan Ingram this week? I don't think I, I wouldn't consider sitting him. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I would say this: if if Kirk plays, I would probably drop him a spot in my rankings because he's really played to this level without Kirk. Sure. And you got to throw out the Cleveland game because once Delpit got hurt, that defense was not the same defending tight ends. So, but ranking dropping him in your rankings, you have him third. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. right. Well, as bad as all the positions are, look who we're missing at tight end this week. Kelsey, likely. Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. Well, so two good oh, Njoku. Njoku, Njoku. yeah. yeah. <laughs> three, three, good, three good tight ends and Kelsey. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, all right, sit the Titans quarterback. What about Derrick Henry this week, guys? Uh, similar to Eckler for me. Uh, you know, this is probably his last game in Tennessee. And so... Hopefully he can go out with with a strong performance. And we've seen this Jaguars run defense be sort of hit or miss. But, I mean, obviously he's been very hit or miss. So he's been better at home. I don't think, especially if Beathard plays, they're running away from it, you know, with with a a bad game script. But um, you kind of know what you're getting with Derrick Henry at this point. Well, I mean, I guess the case would be the best of Derrick Henry is always when they're in competitive games, right? Last week they lost by 23 points against a tough run defense. Jaguars do have a, a tough, on the tough side, run defense. But at home, he's been really good at home for the most part, except for the Houston game where he scored five points. Other than that, he's been over 16 points in every home game. And they're very competitive at home. So that's what kind of sets up like a good game for Henry. And I also think you can get away with Spears too because of just how bad Jacksonville defense pass catching sure. running backs. So, you know, he, he should have a, mm. a hand in this. I, I I'm, I'm very curious what they're going to do this offseason because I, I would like to see if if Henry leaves that Spears gets a chance to be more of a feature guy. I don't think he'll ever be what Derrick Henry has been because clearly they're they're built differently and run differently. But um, it'd be it'd be fun to see what Spears can do if he got that opportunity. Just bring in Joe Mixon, put him in the David Montgomery role, and give Spears 15 to 20 touches a game. That's a good call. All right, Houston is at. Uh... At Indianapolis, 2024 question. Damian Pierce bounce back anyone? No. Mm-mm. Sad, right? Sad. Okay. Yeah, that's another backfield also. Like, what are they going to do? Draft a guy? Do we have a sleeper in this game? 
Why isn't the 2024 question, is Gardner Minshew a starting quarterback? He's <laughs> <laughs> a one-year contract. Free going to be a free agent? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure he helped his case all that much. Go to the, you're going to be in the playoffs? What do you mean? I think he definitely helped his case. Um, he didn't do quite as well as I, I was hoping. But all right, let me ask you this, Adam. Daniel Jones is out until week five next year because of the ACL tear. You have your choice. I, I'm pretty sure I know what your answer is going to be. You have your choice of Gardner Minshew, Jake Browning, Joe Flacco. Who's who's your five game starter? Or Tommy DeVito, Minshew. <laughs> Minshew. Right. I'd rather have Minshew than Daniel Jones. Period. Wow, you're already done with Daniel Jones. I think I think the Raiders should should, should go get Minshew. <laughs> already done. It took me five years They're to be done with Daniel team. Jones. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe. All right, sorry. Who, do we have a sleeper in this game? Houston at the Colts. Um, Schultz, I guess, if he applies. Uh, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> okay. He just hasn't he hasn't produced very well with Taylor on the field. Like it's no. it's sort of been tied together. Like when Taylor's played, Minshew just hasn't had a big game. He never throws the ball to Jonathan Taylor, even before I, the thumb injury. Do you think? It, yeah, I guess. It's just weird. He'll throw the ball to Zach Moss ten, five times. Never throws to Taylor. Uh, what do you think about C.J. Stroud this week? He has he has been also very matchup dependent. Um, and this is not, not a great matchup. What's that? Not even thinking about it. It's starting him. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, yes, it's not a great matchup. He beat them up in week two. Much different team. He's obviously much better at home than he is on the road. But this is a must must win game. I think. He's he's the type of guy I think that will rise to the occasion and play well. There's a difference here. Right? I mean, you, Heath has Stroud, Stroud fourth, Jamie has him eighth. So that would mean Kyler Murray, Jordan Love, Jared Goff. These are guys that Jamie has ahead of Stroud that Heath does. I think they all have a higher ceiling than Stroud. Um, Devin Singletary or Derrick Henry this week? Singletary. He's been I've got those guys so close. Um, I think I have Henry one spot higher, but they're both low end two number two running backs. Start Nico Collins. I guess is is Robert Woods a sleeper? Any interest there? Is I don't know objecting him. Yeah, he's he's banged up. All right. Well, Noah Brown's banged up too. So maybe Dalton Schultz. Okay, come on, Dalton. Schultz John is- Mechie. He's, he's okay, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, they just don't use him very much. No. Um. I mean, that's kind of it. We really have one reliable receiver here, it seems, for uh, for CJ Stroud. So, against a team that's well, like too. Schultz, he's just Schultz, faded. Yeah. You know, he's got six or fewer targets in five of his last seven healthy games. He had a big game a couple weeks ago against Cleveland, eight for sixty-one. I, I guess he hasn't completely faded, but not like well, it's also he was great. It's, you know, and and I think this is we 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 get this with several teams where the quarterback will make something happen with somebody else. Like Brevin Jordan had a touchdown last week. Sure. So he'll, he'll, he'll not anybody we want to start, but Stroud will make do with the, uh, the, the, the weapons that he has at his disposal. The only ones that you would feel comfortable with are Nico and, and Schultz, at least for me. All right. Minshew is not a top 12 guy this week from what I saw. No, he's like 15. All right. Would you start uh, Mason Rudolph at Baltimore or Gardner Minshew? Minshew for me. I would start Minshew, but it would not surprise me if Rudolph was better. And then for Jonathan Taylor, any concerns at all going up against arguably the best run defense in football? Slightly. Yeah. Like, if if Jacobs is out, I'd play Zamir White over Taylor, especially in PPR. But 
it's uh, I, I don't think you're sitting him like kind of like what he said about James Cook. I feel com- more comfortable with Taylor. I like Taylor better than Cook. Okay, uh, Michael Pittman start him, and that's it for this game, I believe. Yeah, Dave likes the Texans DST. Jamie and Heath, I don't unless I checked. Not fans. They're top twelve for me, but not not a slam dunk. All right. Uh, next game is Jackson. Nope. Next game is uh, which one is it here? It's Buffalo at Miami. There we go. Twenty twenty four question: Should Josh Allen be QB one or QB two next year if Stefan Diggs is not on the team? He's QB one. Who is replacing Stefan Diggs? Right. Probably not someone as good as Stefan Diggs. Uh, could definitely be somebody better than Stefan Diggs the last two months. Yeah, and I, I think Allen's been very good lately, but. He hasn't been like tearing it up. His fantasy points in his last four games, 22 point, this is in six point leagues, 22.5, 18.2, and 21.2. That's not great. Certainly not QB1 overall. He has, and he has six rushing touchdowns in those four games. Yeah, he's actually, I was surprised he's tied with Jalen Hurts for most rushing touchdowns, which, you know, you think of the touch push and how much Jalen Hurts falls in the end zone. Like Allen's, Allen has 15. Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah. Um and Jalen Hurts is the only quarterback in football history to have three straight seasons with double digit rushing touchdowns. I think he might be the only quarterback to do it twice in a row. Wonder if that gets uh that streak gets broken next year. Why? If they change the rules, yeah. I think they're gonna oh. change the rule. I hope um I think in terms of like the 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 question would be is, if Diggs leaves, is it draft and replace? Because I think we've seen how that's gone from Mahomes. Right. Or is it sign and replace? Because that's what sort of unlocked Josh Allen was, or trade replace. Is Stephon Diggs coming there? You know, he was he was a good fantasy quarterback the year before Diggs got there. He became a megastar. Sorry, they're mowing the lawn here. Um, <laughs> uh, don't you know I'm working? Um, yeah, come on now. <laughs> um the uh but even with Diggs, like like he'd said the last two months he's been getting by with moderate production from his number one receiver you know so Kincaid will be a bigger part of this did they anybody may Davis, they may lose Gabe Davis too he's a free agent J- Jamie did anybody have a different QB one besides Josh Allen for next year I haven't looked that closely but I think Josh Allen was one from all the emails that I saw briefly. and then who? It's between it's between Allen. Yeah, I mean, I think I, if, if Diggs is gone, I would I would take Hurts over him. What, what would, would hurt? What would hurt their fantasy value more? Diggs is gone. Tush push is banned. Oh, Diggs gone. They like they can still. I, know, I think definitely Hurts. Not not, yeah, not, the, not the, even the close. Score the, ten the touchdowns three push. years in a row rushing. The thing about the tush push, all you're eliminating is the push behind him. It's yeah. still the offensive line and him diving into it. You know, so uh, is Jason Kelly there? Well, that's the, I mean, I mean, that could be a big deal too. But I think, like, I think I'll we should learn. Yeah, like, doesn't Mahomes this year teach you a lesson about potentially Allen next year if, the, if Stephon Diggs isn't there? What do you mean? I mean? He's got terrible receivers, and they've crushed his fantasy value. I mean, you could say uh, the if, same if, thing last year. Sorry, they, you could say the same thing last year about Mahomes was losing Tyreek Hill, and he still was t- tremendous. So I get that. That's why it's not like Allen would be downgraded big time. But there's a possibility that he just has bad receivers and can't, you know, can't be QB one. Sorry, Jamie, go ahead. No, I think if <laughs> if 
if Diggs gone, Davis gone, no, no significant replacements. Like if it's just we're restarting the the clock on a receiving court. <laughs> he's like right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's on a helicopter pad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a golf course. He's gonna be going back and forth a lot. Um, it's a. Uh, it, it's it's tough to say you could you could draft Josh Allen over over Jalen Hurts, but it, I mean like how far does he fall? Because his the oh, difference between two. him and Mahomes is his his legs will save him. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he falls to two, but not, I'm not right. I'm not saying like major downgrade or anything, but they're pretty close, Allen and Hurts. So they were they were a point apart points per game, mm-hmm. and very close in in total points. Like so, I did like I said, first team, second team, third team. How would you do the quarterbacks? I'm just curious to see what you guys would do. Because you take in everything, not just, you know, their, their points. Like, who are the top three quarterbacks in fantasy for this year, in your mind? What, what do you, uh, what's your question? Sorry. Allen Hurt deck. Allen Hurt's deck. Okay, that's exactly how I did it. How do you leave off Lamar Jackson? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You have Dak third in your rankings next year? I have for the, no. Oh. First team, second team, third team. Oh, sorry. 2023. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about this game here. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. Any sleepers in this game? Maybe like Cedric Wilson, Durham Smythe. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Okay. Love, I love Gabe Davis. I actually do love Gabe Davis. <laughs> Eli Apple versus Gabe Davis, baby. Okay. Um, I get it. Is he a top twenty-four guy for you? No. He's top twenty for me. I start him over Ridley. Oh my gosh, I love it! Wow, I love how you owe me two lunches. Uh, I owe you two lunches. All right, let's go, Ridley. Ver- if, if Lawrence plays, Ridley versus Gabe Davis for lunch number three. Yes, full PPR. All right, it's on. Yeah. Start Josh Allen. James Cook is like a mid-range number. Wait, two. what do you say? If Trevor Lawrence plays, yeah, if Lawrence plays, Ridley versus Gabe Davis. You cool with that? Okay. Cut if you're okay with that, just cut the grass right now. Mow, mow the lot. <laughs> James Cook is good, not great. He's got one catch in his last two games. Dolphins are a pretty good run defense. Um starter sit Stefan Diggs, Heath. Um I'm probably still starting. Is yeah, I, I'm I'm likely still starting Stefan Diggs. Jamie, Gabe uh, Gabe Davis or Stefan Diggs? Uh, Diggs, I think they both play well. I mean, Josh Allen's history against the Dolphins is amazing. Yeah. You have no Bradley Chubb, most likely no Xavier Howard. I think he's already been ruled out. Ramsey's banged up. Are they going to move Ramsey around to shadow Diggs? If not, you're on. It's uh, Kehoe, I think is his is his name. Uh, their yeah, yeah. their I, I know corner who about. who will kick inside when they they need a slot corner, which means Eli Apple's going to be on the outside against one of these guys. That's where they're going to go all day. So they both have the chance for a big game. 11 games in his career against the Dolphins. Josh Allen is averaging more than 35 points per game in six point per passing touchdown. leagues. It's insane. Uh, Dalton Kincaid had a good game last week. Anybody want to start him this week? Is Dawson Knox out? So that's the thing. He, he took off when Knox got the head injury. And then here we go again. Like he's yep. just been so bad since Knox has come back. So, as he said, we're missing a lot of tight ends this week. So if I have Kincaid and I, I don't have, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, I had I had one league where I had Kincaid and, and Schultz. That doesn't matter. But if I had like Kincaid and likely, and I've been playing likely, okay, I'll pivot to Kincaid. Like I, I 
I would start Jawan Johnson over Kincaid, for example. Which is our better. Which is our Schultz over Kincaid? Yeah. Not right now, no. But it's close. I probably should do that. All right. You guys obviously want to sit to a uh, Devon H. Like, give me your he, give me your thoughts on the Dolphins running backs. Um, if Mostert plays, you start him. If Mostert play doesn't play and Achan plays, you start him. If Mostert and Achan are out, you start Jeff Wilson. If you if they're both playing Mostert and Achan, who are you going to rank higher? Mostert. Jamie Mostert or Achan if they both play? Yeah, no, same. I I think you know part of I think the the process for the Dolphins last week was Mostert not one hundred percent. We need him for next week. Let's make sure he's 100% for next week. So I, I hope that he's able to go for anybody that's starting him. And he'll end up, if he scores, with the, the touchdown record because they're tied right now, him and McCaffrey, because McCaffrey didn't score last week. So he needs one more touchdown to to be the touchdown leader. Clearly, that's secondary to anything the Dolphins are trying to accomplish. Um, do you know the point difference per game between A-Chan and Bijan? Oh, no. A-Chan's four points better? Four points better, seventeen point seven to like thirteen and a half. Oh, and you know what? It's, I can't I, even do the headache game because Achan had one game where he played like one snap and left. So they both have uh, have to be Azer statted for sure. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I I gave I gave Achan the nod on the all rookie team over Bijan. Good for you. I think when you look at a, a Bijan is somewhere around eighteenth per game or something like that. I mean, he's one of the uh, he is he is nineteenth per game. Yeah, he's big as one of the biggest busts for sure. He is on the all bus team, yes. <clears throat> um, start Tyreek Hill. And yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, Durham Smythe, it's been, he's been three straight games with 7.2 or more PPR fantasy points. Good luck starting Durham Smythe. I would take a break here. We got five games left, but a lot of them are kind of easy. Guys are sitting games. So we'll get to uh, the Jets and the Patriots when we come back on fantasy football today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 2024 question, pardon me, for the Jets and the Patriots. Will the Jets have two players? The Jets, will they have two players drafted in the top 20 in 2024? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm all Maybe the first it. round. All right. Good stuff. Who's a sleeper in this game? Hunter Henry, if he plays. 
I have a stat of the game. I don't have a lot of stat of the games this week, but no running back has rushed for 50 yards in six straight games against the Patriots. That's Barkley, Eckler, Najee, Clyde, Javante, and James Cook. None of them got to 50 yards against the Patriots. So you're saying ranking Brees Hall number one? I, think, I, was gonna say, I think you guys have Brees Hall number one. <laughs> okay. He's so. been amazing. He's been amazing last yeah. week. He sure has league winner. Yeah, these two running backs have the the lowest uh, ratio of rushing yards to fantasy points. Maybe <laughs> that's funny, especially PPR. I mean, here's another stat of the game: Zeke has had five games now without Ramondre or with Ramondre leaving with an injury. He has not averaged more than three point one yards per carry in any of those games. I don't think he has a ten yard run, or maybe that's his longest run in those games. He it, had a long run at the end of the Pittsburgh game. Did it get called back? No. It might be 10 yards, but it was it okay. was it was a first down run. It was 12. 12 yards. There you go. Um yeah, that's in his last five games. His longest run is 12 yards. His longest run all season is 17 yards. And he's also RB7 over that stretch. That's amazing. <laughs> right. So yeah, let's have our little Zeke dispute here. Uh let me uh, just see the rankings that I saw. All right, Elliot. He's 10 for me. All right, he's 22 for Jamie, and he's 10 for Heath. 16th for Dave. I'll take Dave's side. Just play it safe. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Heath. Top 10 running back, Zeke. Um, yeah, I, the Jets funnel targets to tight ends and running backs generally, so I don't, I'm not as worried about the lack of targets last week. And we just talked about it. Like He's been bad as a rusher and still good as a fantasy asset since Stevenson went down. I could probably move him up a couple spots. I'm just concerned that, again, do they give the younger player a little yep. bit more of an opportunity? And if he doesn't catch a touchdown, his stat line is miserable. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's it. I mean, oh, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Hopkins, Ridley over Wilson. All those guys. Gabe Davis over Wilson. Too. Yeah. He's a, number, he's a, a mid range number three wide receiver. Mm, what a shame. Okay. Yeah. Just not don't, don't worry about him. Next year's going to be stud. Yeah. Absolute stud. Uh, unless they trade for Devontae. What else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any interest in Demario Douglas? No. Tough nah. matchup. No. Okay. All right. And uh, which DST do you like better, Jets or Patriots? Jets. Um, sure. They're both top five for me, though. Denver's at Las Vegas. 2024 question. Will Javante Williams be a top 24 running back on draft day? No. Probably not. But if... Probably not. Okay. Any sleepers in this game? Um, Julian McLaughlin. Just so hard to bank on which of these guys are going to get more work. Still, Javante's getting too much work. Um, How about uh, Jacoby Myers, maybe? There's still a chance Sutton plays. Yeah, would he even be a sleeper, or would he be a must-start? He'd be a must-start guy. This is a revenge game for Jarrett Stidham. It is. About that, Or maybe it's a thank-you game for giving me that showcase so I could get a contract. It's true. Yeah. We, have, we don't talk about thank you games very much on this show. Uh, are you starting any Broncos, I guess? So you think Sutton would be a must-start? I mean, look, Sutton with Wilson, we know, can be productive. We have no idea if Sutton could be productive with Stidham. 
Not a must I, at all. I, uh, he, he, he would be a top 24 receiver for me, just given the, the matchup and the, the way that he played in this offense. Yes, Russell Wilson, I'm sure, is better for him than, than Jared Stidham. But, I mean, again, look at the players that were let down this week and what Sutton's accomplished. Who do you like better, Josh Jacobs if he plays or Zamir White if Josh Jacobs does not play? Zamir. Zamir, because I think they'll play Zamir with Jacobs. Right. Zamir's been fantastic. I mean, he hasn't run well, but just what he's done for fantasy managers has been very good. I, I was looking at him on my dynasty team, and I, I guess I was never really considering dropping him, but I, I was just like, I could probably drop him. He's never going to be anything. <laughs> that was how I felt a month ago. And good for him, Brandon. A nice showcase. Like in our deep YOLO league, two times this season I picked him up off the waiver wire. It's a fourteen team oh, league. Wow. Wow. Like he was he was dropped multiple times and I, I picked him up twice. Okay. And uh yeah, so where would you rank Jacob? Like there's everyone should be starting Zamir White basically. Look, also it, it is a championship week for some people. So you may not be starting Zamir White. I understand you might have Brees Hall and well, you're not gonna have Kyron Williams, but maybe like Rashad White. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> but where would you rank uh, Jacobs if he plays? 20? Jacobs would probably be like 15 or 16. Like because him. I think, if, look, it's, it's, it's with like guys like him and Barkley that are maybe leaving their teams. Like, is this their showcase game, you know, for what another team might be looking at? I don't think so because they've certainly put together, together enough of a resume that, yeah. you know, teams know what they're capable of. But you never know. Uh, would you start Jacobs or James Cook? Cook. Um, I'd probably start Cook. Start Devontae Adams. Starter sit Jacoby Myers. Number three receiver. Raiders DST is top eight. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. 2024 question. Who gets drafted first? Mark Andrews or Zay Flowers? Andrews. Probably Andrews, but it will be close. Do we have a sleeper in this game? Now we start to get into some more interesting sleepers here. We talk about these last three games with teams uh, sitting a lot of players. Any sleepers in Pittsburgh at Baltimore? Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, like, this, the Ravens receivers. Nelson Aguilar, maybe, if you're desperate. Charlie Kohler, if you need a tight end. You know, so. Does Mason like, Rudolph count? Yeah, absolutely. He's played well. That's a, that's a fascinating decision, what they have to do with offseason, because... You know what Kenny Pickett said? Did you did you hear this earlier in the week? I think so. He said it. He said if I was healthy, I was the starter. Oh, he yeah. said that, right? And like, how could you start him at this point? Like, even if they make the playoffs, like, how could you start him? No, I mean now he is healthy and he's not the starter. So I think Rudolph proved it. I I, I think my per, you know, I think what we kind of see with Devito and Dobbs, even like these quarterbacks. <laughs> If we think they're not good at this stage in their career, they're probably not good. Well, I shouldn't say at this stage of their career. I mean, DeVito's a rookie. But they come back down to earth, most of them. Yep. So I, I really don't think the Steelers should make Mason Rudolph a big part of their plans. They've already tried that. But I don't know that they should make Kenny Pickett a big part of their plans either. No, they definitely need a quarterback. But if this is the, 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 the two that they go with, I mean, how do you, how do you not give Rudolph a, at least a – chance to win the job sure that would be a fun fun episode uh, season of hard knocks if they miss the playoffs and we get a kenny pickett mason rudolph qb battle (laughs) (laughs) 
That's just, what Hard Knocks is. I won't be watching. They'll just go back to the Dolphins. <laughs> they'll figure out a way. Uh, stat of the game for Pittsburgh-Baltimore. The Ravens have allowed 100 rushing yards to a running back in three of their last four games. Kyron Williams, Christian McCaffrey, and Devon Achan. I think they're they are allowing, let's see, 4.5 yards per carry to running backs. That is crazy. <clears throat> so, And you would not expect all of their best players to play on defense. No. No, I like Nazi a lot. Okay. Um, and then but I think I've liked them the last three weeks, though. So I like them against the Bengals without Reader. I like them against the Seahawks. They're two great matchups. It was another one. So what about Pickens this week? Start him. Must must start. I mean, how do you go away from what he's done the last two weeks? Like you could say, okay, the the Bengals game was an outlier because he only had six targets and four catches, and they were all just big plays. But then he comes back with this, you know, seven catch game and, and over hundred yards again. It, it is amazing what the last two weeks have done. Like when we just look back at this season for George Pickens in two or three seasons, two or three years, and don't remember like necessarily how it happened. Like, man, George Pickens was really good in 2023. <laughs> Got 1,140 yards already. Jeez, really? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> well, he, he, he also had a big game against the Ravens when they were playing everybody. In week five. Obviously, he's yeah. always one one play away, right? Um, but I do wonder about the whole press coverage thing. Remember, he's a he's a press coverage destroyer. I have no idea how much the Ravens play press coverage, but that's been the well, case. Well, Marlon Humphrey's not playing. Kyle Hamilton's not there. You know, yeah. so you're already taking away two members of their secondary. Pass rush is not going to be the same. So this should be a big game for him. How about Deontay? Borderline number two receiver, but better off using as number three. Yeah, number three for me. Fryermuth. Who's your favorite Raven? Melvin Gordon. Yep. Ed Reed. Yeah. Ed Reed for me. Okay. Um, would you start Melvin Gordon? Ah, forget it. Who the hell? Who, who is Melvin who Gordon? is the better Hurricane at their position in the NFL? Ray Lewis or Ed Reed? Oh, it's a, it's a phenomenal question. I would probably say, ah, oh, Ray Lewis. Ooh, probably Ed Reed. I'd say Reed. Yeah, I'd say I'd Ed say Reed. Reed. It's a great question. The better, the other fun question is who was better, Ed Reed or Sean Taylor? It was a, a college question. Most people would say Sean Taylor. Uh, he was amazing. Kansas City at the Chargers. 2024 question. Can Justin Herbert be elite in 2024? I'm, I'm very worried about Justin Herbert in 2024. But let's see who the, who the coach is, what the system is, what they do at wide receiver. Keenan Allen's going to be 32 or 33 years old. We don't know. 32, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston's nothing. Um, Austin Eckler's probably gone. Uh, I'm worried. Got to get the right coach in there. Any sleepers in this game? Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, yeah. Um, Clyde, if he plays. Justin Ross. Would it not be a different running back? Do you think Clyde is sort of in the Elijah Mitchell category? Um, it definitely could be another running back. I, I I wonder. So we're now two games that McKinnon has missed, right? Yeah, he's been on IR for two weeks, right? I think so. so. This will be the third week, so he can't come back until the second week of the playoffs. So if they get there, um, <laughs> I would I would say it could be P Ryan or Keontae Ingram. But I don't I don't put Clyde in the same category as Elijah Mitchell. I was because talking. Clyde, Clyde, Clyde missed the game for illness. 
it, it, Mitchell was no, no. I, I mean, I mean, <clears throat> in that it, maybe he's just too valuable at this point. You're you're 100 right. But the reason I think Mitchell does not play is because he was dealing with knee injury yeah. for a month. I, do you think? Um, okay, if if the Bills lose, if the Dolphins beat the Bills, and the Bills still end up making the playoffs, would they be the seven seed? TBD. They would be. Well, they'd be behind. No, they'd be ahead of. Uh, well, what happened? The Colts and Texas have to tie, right? For that to happen. Let me see. No, no not um, because they have the same conference record as the Texans. So if the Texans won, I think they would be the seven seed. Yes. If the Texans or the Colts won, All right? Yeah, they'd be ten and seven. Jacksonville would also be ten and not. Jacksonville could be nine and eight in that scenario. I think so, Jacksonville has to lose for Buffalo again, right? Buffalo's in with a. You're saying if Buffalo loses, that's what you said. So, but Buffalo's in with a win. They win the division if they if they win. If they Correct. lose they, to the they Dolphins, go the two seed to potentially other playoffs. It's nuts, right? And I think if they win, then the, the Dolphins will play at Kansas City. That's what I was saying. So, I think the Dolphins, if they win, they play the Bills again potentially. If they lose, they're at Kansas City. And I wonder if they'd rather be at Kansas City or home against the Bills, who in theory oh, they would have oh, just beaten. No. There's home for there's, sure. There's, there's, I, no I, the Bills are playing a lot better than the Chiefs right now. But if they just beat the Bills, they, know, they but, feel much know, better playing them at home. And it could be like 20 degrees in Kansas City Probably, in early yes. January. Uh, but on a neutral site right now, would you rather play the Bills or the Chiefs? Oh, the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. But the Chiefs, you don't right. want to go into Arrowhead. That's crazy. I, yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying. The that. Arrowhead versus Miami conversation is might be ten points. But for the Dolphins. Oh, oh no, they couldn't. They they wouldn't be. They wouldn't play. The the Dolphins would be. The Dolphins are either playing at home or they're playing at Kansas City. They're either the two seed or the six seed. I believe that's correct. Yeah, the Bills. I can't quite figure out because there's so there's Pittsburgh, Houston, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville. I think if the Bills the lose, they're almost virtually out. No, there's so many things. Have to happen for them to get in stuff. But I think, but they will certainly know. Obviously, well, they're the last not if game. the Steelers lose. If the Steelers lose, they're in, no, no matter what. So, the Bills. yeah, the Bills, right, right, right. No, not the Steelers, right? I believe that's accurate. I think for the Bills to miss the playoffs, they'd have to lose. Jacksonville would have to win. Pittsburgh would have to win, and the Colts Texans game cannot finish in a tie. So if the Colts Texans game finish in a tie, those teams are both behind, right? They'd be nine, seven, and one versus ten and seven. So yes, the tie correct. would not hurt them. The tie would not hurt, but nine and seven is worse than ten and seven. No, I get that, but then but there's the Pittsburgh scenario. Like doesn't matter. Both those teams would be behind Buffalo. If Pittsburgh moved ahead of them, they'd still be the seventh seed. Buffalo. Jack, but what then why did I think there's the Houston Texans tie? Hold on a second. Hold, Hold on, I'll get one, it. One right one second. <laughs> if the Colts and Texans tie and Jacksonville loses, then Jacksonville's out of the playoffs. Okay, for the Bills, this is from CBS. Buffalo, Buffalo clinches the AFC East with a win. Buffalo clinches the playoff berth with a tie, a Pittsburgh loss or tie, a Jacksonville loss or tie, or a Houston Indianapolis tie. That's the only way they get it. So they clinch with a Houston Indianapolis tie. That makes more sense. Yes. Yeah. Right. That, okay. Right. 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 Because if they don't tie, that's what I'm saying. If they don't tie one of those teams, yes. For the Bills to miss the playoffs, they would have to lose. The Steelers would have to win. The Jaguars would have to win, and the Texans and Colts cannot end in a tie. Okay. There we go. Right. Back to this game. Chiefs at Chargers. <laughs> Eckler. 
<laughs> Eckler or a Steelers running back? Uh, Steelers running backs for me. I've got Eckler. How about Josh Palmer as a sleeper? He would be a sleeper if he plays, yes. Yeah, he was limited. Let's see if he gets. And there. Everett, you can still put in the sleeper category too. And then are you do you want to start any Chiefs? No. No. Clyde if he plays. How about a DST? You want to start Chargers DST? Not really. No. They, they're they're terrible. <laughs> Cleveland at Cincinnati, 2024 question. Who has the most dynasty value? Nick Chubb, Chase Brown, or Joe Mixon? Chase Brown. Chase Brown. By a lot. Okay. Um Who's a sleeper in this game? Browns at Bengals. Uh, Pierre Strong. I love Joe Mixon in this game. Should I not love Joe Mixon? I love him. I, I don't think it's a bad idea to love Joe Mixon, but does he get the majority of touches or do they give Chase Brown more work? I mean, it's a good question. This is the first week they've been eliminated from the from the playoffs. Um if he gets the majority of the touches, I think he'll have a very good game against... I don't think anybody's sitting Joe Mixon. If he's on your team, you're starting him. In theory, you never know, just because we have probably champions, you know, cha- championship game here. But, I mean, I, I feel like you guys don't have Mixon ranked that high, as you didn't yesterday. I'm just concerned. Anytime you get these situations where there's a guy that's got his, you know, most likely foot out the door, um, whether the team's pushing him that way or he's he's doing it himself. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a guy that clearly has the ability to maybe be their featured guy sitting behind him. Like, do they give him more work? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I think Zach Taylor has certainly proven that he likes Joe Mixon enough that if they know they're moving on, they may give him a showcase game, a thank you game. Okay, so Mixon, uh, so um, Jamar Chase or George Pickens. If Chase plays, would you start Chase or Pickens? Chase. Uh, yeah. How about Jake Browning or Tua? I think I may have asked you that earlier. Uh, I, I said that earlier. Yeah. I, I, if if Chase one Bruce, of Chase right. or Higgins plays, I, I would start Browning. If right. both sit, then I go to him. Okay. Uh, someone's asking Browning or Taylor. Taylor. Um, Taylor. Any Bengal? Any uh, Browns to start? Uh, again, Pierre Strong is a flex. All right. None of the receivers. I think like Cedric Tillman and David Bell will be the guys they're looking at. So with Jeff Driscoll, no. Cool. We are uh, we are done here. Until tomorrow. We have eight more games to talk about and some good, I think some fun 2024 discussions. I enjoy it. Heath, you're more than welcome to join the show tomorrow. I don't know how much you- yeah, I'd, I'd really like to, but uh, but I've got to be working on my week 18 rankings and projections. <laughs> I can give you the uh, the all first, second, and third team tomorrow too. Yeah, yeah, we we need some, save something for the off season. But actually, we are never short of content in the off season. It's amazing. I mean, we could take a show like yesterday. We had I think five rankings disputes and had had a good time with it. So, uh, you know, we're we're gonna. It looks like we're gonna be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at maybe 10 a.m. Eastern for those of you who want to watch live going forward in the in the uh, playoff fantasy play, or the NFL playoffs and beyond. So that's what we'll start our three episodes per week. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. And I think, I haven't told Heath this yet, so don't tell him. I think we're going to do a Sunday morning FFT in five, like, like any normal week. So This week? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't think it has to be at 8.30, if you know, but you know. 
I think I think we should. Some people are playing. We owe it to them. So you're doing the YouTube stream? No, no, no. Just the just the five minute thing. Oh, okay. I'm on it too. You know, it's not just you. Yeah, that's great. Can't All wait. Right. Have a great day, Looking everybody. Forward. Enjoy your Thursday night of freedom. Talk to you. Later. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.